Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. We're having a lot of fun with this new intro. Mike got to listen to it on the headphones today. Oh yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Hope you guys are enjoying it as much as we are. And welcome to another week, another update, uh, another bit of chatting about fitness and health and overall wellness. God, we love to chat. So, in full disclosure, we normally record these on Mondays, as most of you know if you're a dedicated listener. Uh, Today is not Monday. It's not. Not at all. I had to work Monday, so we had to bump it. Today is Wednesday. So, uh, my giving, jumping right into an update... As of Monday, I weighed 219.2. Woo. So, it's a small woo? Yeah, it's a <laughs> no, small woo. Whoa. Thanks. That's the microphone Thanks. did that. Yeah. That was, <laughs> it's a small woo. I got a... Uh, you're officially under the 220s. I am so. under the 220. And it is really nice seeing a, a number one next to that two, the first two. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to be... You will not... I mean, I'm going to be obnoxious to listen to when the first <laughs> number's a one. I'm just saying, you guys who like the podcast now, it's going to get really obnoxious it when is. I get down. Wait till there's a zero. Mm-hmm. Wait, there's, there better never be a zero well, to I mean start a it zero, out. zero, zero, zero. That's <laughs> not what I was shooting for there. Whoa, We over-dieted him. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, no. The humanity. Oh, no. So, um, I'm at 219.2, and for those of you keeping score at home, that's a loss of about a half a pound over this past week. But... I'm going to put a little bit of an asterisk on this. God, I love those too. Because, as Mike uh, made reference to when he got here earlier today, I had a really big day on Sunday. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, I fully condone. Yeah, and I try to do it right. So, typically, when through this whole process, what I've been doing is when I need to just kind of let loose, I let loose a little bit. And I, I don't really, I didn't really ever really account for it within the grand scheme. I'm just like, oh, well, that was a bad day. We'll keep going. <gasps> and Use that word again. What's that? It a, was bad, a bad day? Bad day. Yeah, which, well, we can circle I'm, back around to that, though. I, yeah, I know yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what you're saying. But I'm saying that was that was my correct, mentality correct. through this whole, th- yeah. through the beginning of this was, no, all right, that was a bad day. We'll just keep going. Here we go. I'm about right back in it. I, right. needed, I needed that for mental health reasons. And now I'm back. I'm right. good. Well, I knew that I wanted to, it was, again, we've talked about how when I get with family, there's food, there's fun, yep. there's, and I just wanted to go with it. So my nephew had a birthday on Sunday. Um, we had a family get together and I knew it was coming. So I tried to cut short the couple days before and the day before I was... Working all day long, and yeah. so I, I, I think I was like seven hundred calories short for the day. Right, you were, you came in at like sixteen or seventeen hundred. Yeah, think. something like that. So I allowed myself to have those extra seven hundred for the next day. Right, which would then bring me to three thousand calories for the day on Sunday. So I was like already in rare in the go to like <laughs> do it up. Uh, and I got there and I'm, so I'm around family. Some of the family doesn't see me all the time. And they were like, wow, you're looking good. All that kind of chat. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm eating good. As I started shoving stuff into my face. You're the best advertisement ever <laughs> for flexible dieting. I, but it's true. Like it's the whole idea. Like that was what I was trying to tell them. They were like, they're like, oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of eat what I want. All right. I don't know. As I'm like, I ate. Uh, pernil. Do you know what that is? It's, no, 
So it's shredded. It's a, a shredded pork essentially, but it's a Spanish version of shredded okay. pork. A um, whole lot of flavor, a whole lot of spices. My uh, brother-in-law makes it. It's freaking phenomenal. So mm. good. It has to cook for like overnight and like oh, wow. yeah, it's like this whole process. But it's so good. And then rice and beans. Um, well, arroz con gandules, which oh. is a little bit different. That's so sexy. Yeah, it's so nice. <laughs> It's so delicious as well. <laughs> so, but I have that. The rice is typically not that bad. It's got some beans in it too, which is oh, yeah, not yeah. really that bad. No. The rice and beans is There's no issue. bad there at, at all. The, yeah, 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 yeah. The pork, I, I, I guess what I'm referring to as bad is calorie dense. There's that They're not gotcha. as calorie and I, dense. I, I, they, that's a much better phrase for yeah. that, I, I think. The rice and beans is not as calorie dense, so it doesn't hit your, your calorie, your, your numbers that hard. Uh, the pork is decently calorie dense. It's going to be a little higher fat content, and which yeah. tends to be the more delicious meat at that yeah, point. Oh, it's but again, delicious. your body needs fat. You have yeah, essential fatty delicious. acids. And I, my body needed that. It, it got it. It got it. after it. And then it really needed two slices of cake because the first slice yeah. of cake oh, was yeah. so good. It was <laughs> dol- what? Are, what kind of cake did she get? I'm gonna, I was I was going to say I kept saying the wrong one. It was. It was like a caramel cake. I, I can't. I was gonna say dulce de leche. But, yeah. Oh, that's tres be leches. No, that's what that's what I kept saying was oh, tres okay. leches, which is the three milks, which right. is like soaked. And that's what I thought it was the whole time she was saying it. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and when it wasn't that, I was a little disappointed until I tasted it, and, and it, it was dulce de leche, which is like a caramel. Okay, that's like two of the cakes, <laughs> or milks. Two sure. of the milks. Two of them. Yeah, we're bilingual here. <laughs> He is. I'm not. No, I'm not actually at all. <laughs> I should be. My whole family is. I'm not. Um, but it it's like a caramel, like it was like white cake with like caramel layers yeah. in between. Oh my goodness. So you had a couple slices of happiness. It did. I did. And I was very happy. Good. Although at the end of the second slice, I was finishing going, I maybe shouldn't have done a second <laughs> slice of cake. Milk was a bad idea. It was so good. <laughs> but it was so good. So I, I indulged. But what I do find is I indulged for that. I, I had a good time, but we were leaving and I was hungry Ooh, again. Okay. And every time I eat really sugary, dense yeah. stuff, I find myself constantly hungry. But when you're hungry, are you craving more sweet stuff at that at point? At that point, or? I was just hungry. You're just hungry. Okay. Yeah, at that point, it was just hungry. It wasn't just sweets that I was craving. So we stopped then at Wendy's on the way home and I ate <laughs> Wendy's. Because at, it was, so we went to the beach. It was like this whole yeah. thing. We were down in Jacksonville, which uh, is about two and a half hour drive from where I live in Savannah. So with that drive, the kids were at the beach. We had to bathe them. And right. There wasn't a shower at where we were at the beach. So we went back to uh, my aunt's house to borrow her bath or, for the kids. And so we cleaned the kids up. And by the time we got on the road... It was like 8.30-ish. Oh, yeah. So we started just hitting the road, and then we were hungry. So we were the only thing that's really open at that point in time. And we wanted to stay on the road moving. Yeah. It was fast food. So I got, you know, my, my typical Wendy's, my chick, grilled chicken sandwich nice. with the double patty. Yep. But it put me over the 3,000 mark, which was my marker for the day. Right. And so I was like... But only about like, what, 100 calories? Yeah, like yeah. 100 to 200 calories. And I was like trying to stay under, but I was like, oh, well, it is what it is. So I ate the sandwich and some fries and got it. 
I feel so weird now that I'm that guy who gets uh, fast food and a diet soda. <laughs> I used to make fun of people like yeah. that. Like, oh, like the diet oh, soda is going to save you. Calories, huh? yeah. I'm doing the damage. Oh, it's <laughs> going to save you. Um, but I'm definitely that guy. And I right. diet soda every time. Just, I mean, when I'm already indulging and I want to have that, like, I don't, I don't see the need to have an extra... 200 right. calories from a soda. Right. Just a big liquid calorie dump. Yeah. So I just don't partake. So I'm definitely that guy though. <laughs> so I had my diet soda and my fries and my, my chicken sandwich. And then I was all right. I felt all right. But I was still, when I when I tend to like let loose like that, yeah. I just don't always feel like there's always something. Like I have that like, well, I mean, I could probably go for, I could maybe, whereas when I'm eating well, I notice I don't feel like that. I'm just I gotcha. don't even think about food. I've like I've eaten, so I'm like I'm all right. Yeah. I'm not like oh I could really go for something sweet. It's almost by letting yourself this. go, you sort of want to just stay on that track for a little bit. Sort of. It was kind of goes back to the snowball thing that we were talking yeah. about. So, but because I ate fast food that night and I ate that Wendy's, I decided that this was the week to start doing the only eating of fast food. Yep. So I don't want to get too deep into it. Um, yeah, we'll, but we'll report on we'll that report next week. We'll report on that next yeah. week. Uh, but the one thing that I do want to say is it is more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Right. At this point. So I'm only a couple of days in. It was Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday. And today is Wednesday that we're recording. So I'm only like three days into it. Um, but it's a little more difficult than I thought. Yeah. Again, we'll touch base more about this next week. So if you want to hear more about the story about only eating fast food this week... You can you're going to have to tune in. You're going to have to tune in yeah. on Monday or next week, whenever, whenever it goes <laughs> up. You know. So uh, I did do a big 3,000. I told that whole story to get back to the fact of my weigh-in was only down that half pound. Right. But I kind of feel like it would have been more. It would have been. Had that I was not, what? The day before your weigh-in? It was your, the day weigh-in, before my so, weigh-in. Yeah. So I was still pretty pumped that I lost a half pound. Oh, absolutely. Even, even just, with knowing you have excess water weight on board. Yeah, because yep. I ate two pieces of cake. I ate, fried, I ate so much extra yeah. stuff the day before. It, like I said, I was about 31, 3,300 calories yeah, or something like that. Delicious, yeah. saltier, you know, <laughs> oh, I mean, more calorie-dense no food. Like, no, there shouldn't be. And that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, yeah. like, it's it's everything that fits those categories is pretty much going to pack on water weight yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. And it takes about one to three days for your body to even back out once you get to, to some form of consistency. Your body will just start to flush that water weight back off. Which is also where I feel like it's not going to happen at all this week. Because I'm eating fast food all week. So I don't think I'm actually going to have that. Well, you you might be staying with the higher sodium and higher carb intake because you're on the fast food thing. So when I say your body evens out, it evens out with consistency. So if you're taking in the same amount of like high, high sodium and higher carbs for a week or two, or I mean, well, a few days, then your body's going to start to flush water weight anyways because you're now adjusting to that new norm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes me feel better. Because I was like, oh, great. I'm going to be so bloated for an entire week. <laughs> uh, you you were already down to 218, like, what, a day or two after that? So Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so the, the next day, I think it was 218.8 or something. Right. So it was another half Your body's already starting to drop it. So you're going to find a baseline and consistency. And then it'll, you'll re-get consistent when you drop all that stuff off. So you'll end up flushing even more water weight probably initially and then you'll gain some of that back and then it'll still continue fat loss and and weight loss yeah the body's fascinating 
It, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, all the time. I. So I was thinking about it this week when I, when I've been eating when I ate that much at food on Sunday. We were, and I wanted to talk to you, like so. It was all kind of lunch ish time, like lunch early dinner time right. that I ate that most of that because that's when we were to get. Yeah. You know, we, we met, we got together at like two o'clock, so we ate like I guess not lunch, a late lunch. It's like three, four o'clock when okay. I was eating all that. And I was thinking to myself as I'm eating all of this is I'm glad it's early because I've always been told that when you eat late, heavy late in the day, it's worse for your weight. Ah, yeah, yeah. And as I thought that all day long, I was literally thinking that all day as I was eating, I finished, I was in the shower, I think that night or the next day. And I was like, does that actually matter? Like, I've been doing this, and I'm not eating... I, I was always told, if, it's, if you don't eat after 9 p.m., you'll lose weight. Like Just that's, automatically. Yeah, like, that's right. the way you lose weight is stop eating after 9. And I think I had a friend who was like, yeah, my dad stopped eating after 9, and he lost, like, 30 pounds, and he did... And so, like, it's always been burning in my brain if you stop eating right. before 9 p.m. or 8 p.m. or whatever, you're, you're going to lose weight. We might have even touched about this that, that, I, that story before. Um... So I was thinking about that the whole time, and then I was in the shower going, but what, what, does it matter when those calories come in? All right, a couple, couple of things. I love that you get so philosophic uh, <laughs> when you're in the shower. That's wonderful. What else are you going to do when you're in the shower? You got to think of stuff. I don't know. Clean yourself actively. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're on autopilot these days. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you can never really take... What's a story that somebody passes along that way to you at face value? Because if you just do it on the on face value, it's you stopped eating at nine. That's all he changed, and and now he's lost weight. That's that's amazing. I I got to do this. Yeah. However, yeah. if this person stays up till eleven or twelve at night and tends to sit down in front of TV and snacks and drinks soda and eats you know whatever he's eating at that point. If you stop eating at nine and stop doing that snacking, you've now cut out anywhere from 500 to 1,000 calories, depending on what you're chugging that night, as far as that goes. So yeah, um, there, there is no magical thing that, that makes calories more dense after a certain time period. It's, it's to be ultra scientific about it, it's horseshit. <laughs> That's just it, the scientific It term. really does come down to overall calorie balance and, and, you know, movement on what, well, I mean, that's still part of the movement, calories in, calories out, uh, which is an ultra simple way of, you know, of the complex processes that are happening in the body. But, but no, like, like your standard apple that's a hundred calories does not turn into a thousand calories at 8.01 PM. It's the heaviest apple. It's the heaviest ever, apple in the world. Ever. But that's how people will pitch things because yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those extreme fixes that somebody can easily wrap the head around. And if it's made in a pure, simple, matter of fact statement then people can swallow that i feel like that's an easy way of saying when you say don't eat after nine is that's an easy way of saying you need to cut out a lot of calories because who eats healthy after nine p.m.? correct after 9 p.m everything that you're going to eat is calorie super calorie dense crap right and i'm saying that because i did that i mean like I've been at the bar and just been like, eh, I'm not really hungry, but let's get some, let's get a basket of fries. It's, it's almost let's something get, to do yeah. at that point. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, if I'm, I plan to be out drinking, like we do on Monday nights for, yes. for pool and, and drinks and whatever. Um, I don't worry about that timeline. I, for myself, 
often like to have a cutoff time in the evening for me. Because then if, if you are dieting, you're going to be hungry at some point. Like if you're doing it well, you're not going to be starving often. You're not going to be hungry often, but you are, are systematically starving yourself just intelligently. You're going to be hungry sometimes. So if you have that cutoff time in the evening, it's like, man, I, I kind of really want to just snack on this. Or I've got, you know, candy bars, cereal, whatever in the cupboard that you could easily go grab. But if you have a cutoff time, you're like, nah, all right, I'm good. I'm good. So you have the cravings, but you have a rule you've kind of set for yourself at that point. And, and, but there's even a balance to that. Like if you don't have the willpower for it uh, often, if you break your rule, now you're kind of screwed yeah, emotionally. Yeah, I struggle with willpower just in general, yeah. um, which is why I've re- been really impressed with the success that I've had with a lot of this. Uh, part of the is because like I haven't really been hungry yeah. Like through most of this process. And, and that's why we've we've set it up that way. The body does not have to be starving. And, and if you have a lot of excess weight to lose, you're never actually starving. Your body has 100... The average adult human has about 100,000 calories stored on board in fat. 100,000. Yeah, I have at least that. <laughs> Still. <laughs> so you're never actually starving. You know, your hormone yeah. levels are telling you're hungry. Your empty stomach that you're not used to feeling is, is sometimes telling you're hungry. But if you fill in with higher fiber foods and, and a solid amount of protein, these are more satiating things. They, they take longer to digest. They make your stomach feel more full. Uh, if you stay hydrated, it's, these are all um, things that... that Take that emotional aspect out. Your stomach doesn't feel empty and you don't feel hungry as often. And hearing it now, I, I'm like shaking my head. Yes. So I totally agree. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But I do remember because it was not that long ago hearing people say something like that. Hearing you say that. Right. And me thinking, bullshit. <laughs> like you're just, I was always hungry. Yeah. Always hungry. And I was like, there's no way. I, I remember there's that conversation. absolutely no way. And I was like, that, that works, and that's great for you. Right. For you, that's a wonderful <laughs> thing. But for me, because, you know, I'm a different kind of human. Of course. I do yeah. not work on the same rules as every other human. Which works. I thought was funny, being that you know how much I can eat in the city and how often I'm hungry. But I, I just always felt like I was going to always be hungry. Right. And like, if I'm cutting back, there's no way right. that I'm ever going to feel full. I'm going to want to eat everything all the time. And to now be in this process of it, and I'm not hungry like right. that. You're even having to supplement because you can't eat it all in food. Yeah, I mean, I could you probably could, eat it all in food. You could, but you'd be a little miserable need, on the front yeah, end. I like I was eating it all in food to yeah. start out because I wasn't using the supplements right. as heavy as I'm using them now. And I was felt like I was eating all the time, which was kind of good for when I started because I I still had in my brain that I'm hungry all the time, right. hungry all the time. It kind of tra- changed that mindset of so you're definitely going to be hungry for the next year. Yeah. <laughs> so now that I'm eating, I was eating a lot more. I was like, oh. And then there were days where I felt like I ate all day and I'd still have like three to 500 calories at the end of the day or two, yeah. two to five, something like that, 100 calories by the end of the day. And I'm like, I still have to eat something. <laughs> what am I? I don't even want, I don't want anything, but I got to eat. And I, I still, I, I love to point that out heavily for anybody on a diet. If you're not hungry, you actually can't eat all of your food to, to you know, make sure that you don't lose weight too quickly. Like, that's a phenomenal spot to be in. It is. But we all, we all find, like, you know, trials in everything we're doing. So that's a very positive thing. But you're like, shit, I still got to eat. I got to eat. Yeah. And it was, yes, it was very eye-opening to be at that point and be like, wow, I ate all day. I ate a lot. 
it was it's amazing to me and I I can't I can't emphasize this enough and it's one of the things that blows my mind is I refuse to track stuff for years. Becky, right. my, my wife has been told me to well you should just try tracking just so you have an idea and I was Absolutely. like nah, that's stupid. I would never do that. <laughs> I find myself saying that to people now is you should just track it for a little bit. But I didn't want to do it. I thought that was ridiculous. I didn't want to. I wasn't trying to be super fit. So what do I need to track right. for? I'm not. I'm not trying to be an athlete anymore. I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's who does that kind of stuff. So I didn't want to track anything. But then I had zero idea how calorie dense. Oh yeah. Stuff is, and when I started actually tracking. I, I mean, the first few weeks of us talking was me going, did you know <laughs> how many calories are in mayonnaise? That's, oh, my God. That's why I still internally giggle anytime somebody starts pushing intuitive eating. I, I just I don't feel like it's a realistic goal without minimum a decent amount of time spent tracking. How can you intuit shit when it comes down to all all of these hyper palatable foods and like ease of access foods? of it. Yeah, there has to be there has to be some intuitive because I'm learning. I've learned, and that's the key word there, though. That's the key word there. Without experience, there can't be intuition. Yes, in in terms of dieting, but you have to trust your intuition. Like your body will tell you when you've had enough to eat. And I guess for me too, it's a little bit mental where I'm like, I see the calories, and I'm like, oh. I know my body should be full, so now my body's full. Correct. Like, I think it's a little bit of that, that as that, well. That statement on the front end, though, where your body will tell you it, it, it doesn't. If somebody is eating fast food all yeah. the time or if they're they're eating those simple things that are calorie dense, it takes up less space in your stomach. You're not getting the, the signals that you are full at that mm-hmm. point. Uh, and that's why we are in an obesity epidemic. Like, it, you, if you look at the vast majority of the population – being overweight and or obese, there's a, a severe lack of intuition. And there's also, there's, I wonder if there's a name for it, but there's also that about 15 minute window where you've eaten enough mm-hmm. and you are actually full. Right. But it hasn't reached there to tell you that you're full yet. Yeah. And so you keep eating. And, that, and that's why people tell you to eat slower. And that's yeah, also yeah, why yeah. if you already have your portion out, you know you're going to be full. So even though you still have a little hunger for anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, you're like, ah, that'll pass. Yes. Which is often why for a lot of clients, I recommend a 24-hour fast. Just do a 24-hour fast. Because you, you eat dinner one night and then you just don't eat dinner until the next night. And you'll find that throughout that process, cravings will kind of come and go in about 20 to 30 increments. But then it just goes away and you're like, oh, oh, no, I... I survived that. I didn't have to <laughs> shove shit in my face just to get past this literally 20 to 30 minute zone of, oh, I was kind of hungry. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's literally people starving in this world and we can't get past 20 to 30 minutes of, of hunger cravings that you now know will go away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's, there's got to be a name for that that time period. We should make one up. We should absolutely. Design a name it's, for that. it's 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 the, the dieting dissociation. <laughs> it's the double. Not date. nearly as fun. It's as a double date. <laughs> That's funner. See, you having fun? All right. That's funner. <laughs> but yeah, there is that window, and I find myself before not believing that I was going to be full, and so right. I would eat three slices of pizza and be like, I'm still hungry. So I yeah. eat three more slices of pizza because that's a serving, you know. Absolutely it is. So eat three more slices of pizza 
and still be like, well, yeah, I'm starting to get a little full. I could, but probably one more slice would make definitely it Definitely fit more in. Yeah, one more. It's like you're at the, the gas pump and, you know, it stopped, but I can get a little bit more in there. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't do that? Right. I mean, right? You got to <laughs> get every ounce in there. Perfect pump. <laughs> so that is, a, that is a big part of understanding through this process is when you are full. So there is intuition that evolves into part of it. Right. And trusting them because – Exactly what you're saying. Like when it's pre-portioned, like I know, okay, today I have this, I've allotted this many calories for this meal and this amount of food is this many calories. So if I just eat that, I'm good to go. All right, good. Here, boom. Yeah. And then I eat that and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm good. I'll be good to the next meal. Like knowing that has really helped and I'm, I've been all right. And, but there are definitely times where when I start to eat, like crap, like that Sunday where that the yeah. that all goes out the window. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I'm gonna be so overly stuffed today. It's gonna be absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. That this is what I thought at the beginning of that day. Yeah. So I I wanted to do that because I kind of wanted to experiment. We've talked about this in the past, which, before, which I love about how easy yeah. the process is. It's calories in, calories out. The simplest. Most basic thing, it's calories in, calories out. Scientifically, super simple. Yeah. In practice, not always so simple. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why I wanted to play around a little bit because there are going to be days where I want, like, did I have to go 3,000 plus calories that day because I was getting together with my family? No, I could have eaten smart. I could have not eaten cake. I could have had half a slice of cake. Whatever. I could have done things differently. Of course. But I was like, I want to try, especially because the day before Saturday, Saturdays are my long days for work. I work a double. I play two gigs that day, morning and evening, and don't have time really to eat in between. Yeah. And between kids and getting ready to leave in the morning, I, I basically, like, I'll eat a protein bar on the way. And right now I have the protein milks in the fridge. So I have a protein milk and a protein uh, yeah. bar, and that's my breakfast. And then for lunch in between, sometimes I've stopped. I've, I've been stopping now at Whole Foods and getting – I told you about this, I think, last week or so – you can get oh, these yeah, meals. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully yep. They're cold meals, but like this last one, dude had pep- it was pickled peppered shrimp. It was basically just shrimp cocktail. Really? It, shrimp cocktail. They threw a bunch of sh- like a dozen shrimp on yeah. there, and then two sides. And I got these tortellini oh, salad, I and I got broccoli salad. Which, by the way, <laughs> un- talking about hidden dense foods, I saw broccoli, and I was like, yeah, I'll take the broccoli salad, and then. After I ordered everything and I had it, I was like, oh, yeah. cool, I'm going to eat broccoli, that's fiber. And I, I was like, and that's not so not a whole lot of calories. The tortellini is a little bit more calories, but I really just kind of wanted that. And shrimp is like no calories yeah. and that's going to whole lot of protein. I was like, this is going to be great. So then I was like, oh, I, I have to input this and I'm in the store. So I was like, I didn't want to be that guy who's sitting at the store, just <laughs> plugging everything in. And I was going to go eat it in my car anyway because it was all cold so I could yeah. eat it. So... I snapped pictures of all of the labels so that I could put nice. them in the car when I get in there. And so I get into the car and I start looking at the labels and I was like, oh my gosh, the broccoli salad is the most calorie dense thing of all of the things well, I have on it. And what here. were the ingredients in that? It had some sort of dressing. Yeah, of course, because broccoli yeah. on its on its own, you yeah, can get. Yeah. I think what like four cups of broccoli is ninety to one hundred calories. Like yeah. it's a lot of broccoli. It's a lot of broccoli. Yeah, and I I'll typically eat a, like a, a a cup of broccoli in a sitting. Yeah, when I normally eat a meal, and it's like thirty calories. Or oh yeah, ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, so I was not expecting when I opened it up <laughs> or when I looked at the thing, I was like, what the heck? For four ounces of that broccoli salad, it was, which is still is, this isn't terrible, but it was, it was 260 calories yeah. for four ounces of broccoli salad. Four ounces, which is a serving of the um, tortellini, uh-huh. was 190. That's it? Yes. Huh. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. The cheese tortellini. And then all of the shrimp was like 80 calories. It was something ridiculous. Right. The shrimp stuff was really not that calorie dense. So I ate that then for lunch and stuff. And so I, I, I'll stop and get those meals at, at Whole Foods. And those meals have been great. And so I don't eat a whole lot on Saturdays. That's right. In grand total was like four or five hundred calories. Quick tangent. How long did that take you to track that? So it depends. And the reason I say it depends is because sometimes it's right in there. As soon as you put, look up the name yeah. for Whole Foods, boom, it's right there. Pops so give, up, so no give me a deal. range consistently. Like what? How how long for does that take meal, you to track? For each two to eight minutes. Okay. So let's say you're eating three meals in any given day. You're looking at six to 24 minutes in your you know, 14 to 16 hour day of tracking to stay on track. And a lot of people get into that mindset, well, it's such a pain in the ass. I don't want to have to do it. Like, I'm not going to keep up with this. This is ridiculous. I shouldn't have to do this. Why can't you just be happy when you're eating? And yeah, you, you get yeah, all yeah, those yeah, arguments yeah. and you're literally arguing six to 24 minutes out of your damn day so that you can be healthy and happy. That's it. I just want to throw that in there. But carry on. You, you yeah, no, don't I, often eat that I mean, long on Saturdays. I mean, to, to continue on this tangent for a little bit. Oh, thank is, God. I, I love a good tangent. I kind of thought. <laughs> I've thought that before, too, where I was like, this is so annoying. But as you've tracked more, um, we've talked about this before, but as I've tracked, like the morning when I have the, the shake and the protein bar, yeah. those are kind of already in there. Right. So I just start. It's 30 and boom, seconds there. to track yeah, at that, that one's point. like a 30 yeah. second thing. Um, but the meals, what it does get annoying and in full disclosure of, of that is there are moments in time where it's not in there. Like that pickled pepper shrimp right. thing. And then you have to was, find kind of the closest thing that, that, or so that pickled pepper. Th- so here's the thing that find. do you ever find this on, on, um, my fitness pal is the exact item that you want is mm-hmm. there with the proper calories. <coughs> you're oh, going in the me. macros are at zeroed out Z- nothing yeah it drives me nuts insane i was like well so there's just no nutritional value it's just <laughs> calories in this meal there's nothing else to this meal right and i've caught myself where i've eaten throughout the day and i'm like how did i that should have been a whole lot of what what's going on here yeah and i go back and look and i'm like i didn't because i i'm in the like i'm quick trying to oh yeah plug it in and and realize there's zeros on all. Right. I was like, wait a minute. Again, the calories are the most important, especially if you know you're getting your protein. But that still drives me a little nuts too. Yeah. So the other option there is you go into like custom food real quick and literally just put calories, protein, carbs, and fat in there. You can just dial those in real quick, hit save, and track it. So it doesn't take that long. You now have your kind of custom food that's available. And then like you're saying, once you but start tracking, how, you have your I database. Calories, fat. I wouldn't know any of that because that's not – it's not. It wasn't there. That wasn't listed on what anything. Mm, okay. No, well, then just the calories. Then what you can go with is is you would just go with a pickle. Like you don't have to worry so much about the seasonings for any kind of pickled scenario or pick, was pickled shrimp. You said yeah, the shrimp. So, yeah, that's so what I, I did. would just go with shrimp because that's the pickling process is not going to be you know calorie dense at all. And it was red. There was a couple pieces of red pepper, which yeah. is like nothing. So either. that so what yeah. I do is just to keep it simple is I just track some shrimp. That's exactly, and that's what I was going to say. So then, but you have to be smart enough when you do that 
is if it doesn't pop up or if then you're like, oh crap, well now what? What's in here? What are the important things? Right. It had shrimp and it had uh, scallops in it. So I nice. had to, it was really You're so good. classy. Dude, it was so delicious. <laughs> so good. But it had bay scallops. And so like I just guesstimated how many or how yeah. much of it it was and kind of got a got a good range to give you an idea. That's the other part of the tracking that is – that's annoying. For me, that's annoying when you're like, oh, now i got to break it down piece by piece. All right, what's this? What's right. this? That takes longer. That's where you get into Which the I eight get, minutes, but at eight, at so eight minutes, you've literally, I mean, quote, unquote, earned that meal out. You've yeah, literally yeah, yeah. gone to buy food out and you take eight minutes and you're well on your way. So that that moment of being slightly annoyed is is gone within minutes after you've you've eaten – Absolutely. And, yeah. and you're moving on happy. So I, I get the minor annoyance. It's just... And starting out, that was really Oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. I had zero idea how to break that down. Right. And it, I, I'm very grateful. If I had started this all, whole process all over and I had to go back into the beginning, I would do kind of exactly what I did in terms of... We, we I didn't even intentionally do this, yeah. but we were just home when I started more because I, I wasn't in busy season. So I was right. cooking all the time and weighing every piece of everything that yeah. I ate. Which is very instructive. In- Man, what a difference <laughs> yeah. has that made now. I'm paying That's paying dividends now because I can look at what I have and be like, that's probably Correct. about four or five ounces. Whereas most people will grossly under or overestimate what you they're doing. You have no idea. Because there are- there's no intuition. <laughs> But it's not you have about, taught yourself to in, do that. You're not intuiting. No, I know. I'm just <laughs> well, the amount. You're intuiting how much is your fool you are. That's the intuitive. Yeah, or part. you know, or guesstimating based on sight, and most people cannot really do that no, without that's a good hard. amount of experience. It is. Re- I, I still suck at it. Yeah. I'm tempted the times that I like to guesstimate. Like if I order takeout or something, I'll usually eat it and I just guesstimate on the thing. I'm tempted numerous times. I've been tempted to be like. Maybe I'll just wait to eat this till I get home. I'm going to guesstimate what I think it is, and then I'm going to measure it nice. so I can see yeah. how off it is. And I have not done that once That would be yet. a pain in the ass to do that all the time, but doing it once would be... Once or twice just yeah. to give yourself an idea. Lightning. Yeah, because I, 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 I guess a lot, and I tend to try to overguess. I do If too. I think it's like That's, four I was just ounces about to or something, uh, I'll say it's four, five or six. Right. Because then I'm like, eh, it hedges my bets a little bit. Which you also have to bear in mind, too. If, you've got, if you're looking at what looks like four ounces of cooked chicken... It really is about six ounces of actual protein because all of these numbers. I have a cooked chicken one in my. Oh, nice! Thing. All right, yeah. I, I still like to use the the raw yeah. chicken one because I just it's more accurate, and then I make the calculations on my own. I'm not that smart. You're doing great. <laughs> hey, it's working. I'm down a lot of weight. A lot so of weight at two nineteen. That would be. I started at two forty six. I that would be what twenty twenty seven seven pounds. Yeah. Almost 30. Yeah. <coughs> That's a huge jump. Excuse me. I'm all of a sudden coughing. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Like I said, I have people, I'm at that stage now where people look at it and they're like, wow, you've lost the which is Which is What fun. did you do? And I'm like, well, it's all real simple. That's how I start everything. Yeah. It's simple. It's calorie in, calorie out. Which I, I that, that just sort of triggered a memory. I On social media, I'm seeing people who are, are now... It's now not a good thing to compliment somebody on weight loss. But you can compliment me anytime. I figured, yeah. And and again, I, I see the point they're coming up with because you know somebody lost weight due to depression uh, via you know life events or whatever. Yeah, then, and you're that. like, oh my god, you lost weight, you look great. And they're like, well, fuck, I guess I should just stay depressed. 
So I, I can see yeah. that in that, but that's that's generally going to be the outlier. So I, there's something to be said for, you know, knowing there's your audience or maybe if, if somebody's drastically lost weight, like, you know, engage them in some damn conversation or... I, I don't know, something. In case what? you guys can hear that, that's my wife making her protein <laughs> shake. That's More often than not, complimenting somebody on weight loss, especially, I mean, if you know them and know that they're they're going, doing that on purpose, is a very positive thing. For some people, you're going to have those outliers where, you know, they're offended that you're I objectifying mean, them with the, the weight loss or they've ask- been through some issues. This, so this stuff really bothers me. We're on a same, really big tangent same. here. So this really bothers me. There's a... Complimenting somebody, I don't know, it, it aggravates me when complimenting and trying to be nice to somebody right. gets turned into an offensive thing. It bothers me, like, down to my soul here. And if you guys out there have a problem with what I'm going to say, I'm going to say, too bad. Because yeah. I, it bothers me so much that I genuinely try to be a nice guy. Right. And genuinely try to compliment I've people. I've never seen you not and be a nice guy. When I've heard, well, you're not with me all the time. That's true. Ask my wife. Um... <laughs> But there are definitely moments, like, again, I understand the idea, especially, like, if you compliment somebody, wow, you lost a lot of weight, you look great. I can understand how somebody takes that as, like, so what, I was fat and ugly before? And blah, blah, there's, blah. there's a and negative like, way to take almost oh, anything. exactly. Yeah. It, but instead of, for, I mean, that then, to me, is on that person. Like, if you want to take somebody being positive and saying, I see what you're doing. Right. I admire where you're at. And, like, maybe your compliment be a little bit more than just be like, you look great. Like, maybe it'd be like, it could be something more of like, whatever you're doing, if you're working on that, like, I that's awesome. Right. Like, and there's, there's just, it's an... It's a natural fact, though, that, like, our, our bodies, when we are taking care of them, they are automatically more attractive to other people. Like, that that just is a thing. So maybe even somebody who was depressed, if they were overweight and they've lost weight, like, they, they might look great. But the, the way they got there was a very sad way to get there. And I think there's often shitty communication all over the damn place. So if I complimented somebody and, and was out of line and they had something negative, like... It would be nice if people on the opposite side of the fence could be like, you know what, I I, I appreciate what you're doing there, but like I've kind of been struggling and it, it hasn't been come from a good place. Or, you know, I I, and then I appreciate I will be where, there for you for that. Right, hundred percent. Or you know, I I appreciate what you're saying, but you know, I I feel a little objectified or like my values tied up in my weight, and you know, and at which point now we're getting into a deeper conversation. You get to actually connect with fucking people, and I would then say at that point, well. That's that's not it at all. You know, I just I just just want to connect with you and and what are you going through and and you know I, how can I help? Do you want to talk about it? So I guess that's also different in the type of person you are because not everybody wants to get into that conversation. Where me, like, if you want to talk, like, if I talk to somebody and they yeah. start saying, I'm be like, oh, okay, right. Like, so, I mean, I'm also. My wife calls me Mr. Fix-It because I'm always trying to fix everything. I, I have, guy, yeah, yeah I, I've had a rescue personality for a long time yeah, that I've totally. had to taper down. But I, I also, at this point in my life, I will literally not ask a question of somebody if I don't absolutely give a shit about the answer. I'm not going to go and ask you how you are or, or, or you know, engage you and actually look you in the eyes if I don't actually want to hear it at that point. Also, come, talking about this, like, I don't also just walk up to strangers and be like, People that I don't know at all, and right. be like, last time I saw you, you were big and fat. You look <laughs> so much better now. Oh right. yeah, good job. So like, you likely never run into that when it comes to approaching a stranger. So yeah. you have some frame of reference so for the do... person you are complimenting. So yeah, like actually, I 
now that we're talking about this, I actually have a friend of mine who just lost weight. And I said something about, I was like, yeah, I was like, you lost a ton of weight. You look great. And they said that it wasn't for a great read. They're like, yeah, right. that happens when blah, blah, blah. And they went into some, and I, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And we talked about it then. And I said, that's communication. Hey, I was yeah. like, I, 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 I hate the fact that that's how it is. And that's yeah. how you lost it. And that's why you lost it. That it was for that. I was like, you do look fabulous. And I was like, so just I, literally, that's funny that I for, totally forgot about yeah. it. We just started having this conversation. And I was like, well, you look fabulous. And I was like, so at least maybe that part of it can be a positive out of the, all of the drudge of negative stuff right. that you have at least maybe put you at, at a better spot with this or that you look great here with this. And maybe you'll feel, you feel better. Phys- maybe now you can feel better physically right. that going forward and onto this. And if you have any, like I've been doing a lot of the weight loss stuff too. If you have any questions, they're like, me, think, let me know. And we will, we can chat about it and I'm hoping. And if you need anything for all the other, for the other side of it, if you just want to talk, just hit me up. Nice. So that, that's communication. It, it's a sad thing when you have to start considering there's a lack of love and niceties and positive emotions in the world as it is. So now we have to do we have to pull out compliments and trying to do and say nice things. It's just yeah, it, it is. It's a it's so a much. shitty uh, social thing to have to navigate. Since and, we're on this massive tangent, we're talking about this. There's one that bothers me to my core. I've heard this numerous times and this is so tangent. This has nothing to do with weight or anything like that at all. This is non-fitness related. (laughs) We cover life scenarios here. This is a life scenario on this kind of very topic that bothers me so much is complimenting somebody about being well-spoken. Oh, have you seen this? No. So I mean, I've, Offered that kind of compliment before. Apparently, if you and had say it offered to, to me somebody, all the time, obviously. Apparently, you put it. You say that. it to somebody of color. It's a racist statement. What? I have never in my life. I. It was this big deal because then you're inferring that black people are not well spoken, and what? this person is well spoken. Yeah. And my argument to that is, no, I'm inferring the human race is not well spoken. hundred percent. All of America, or, or most of or, America, yeah. are morons, <clears throat> and they cannot speak eloquently. Right. I had to use a big word to make it sound. That was better. a great word. Thanks. They're not very gregarious. <laughs> yeah. But there's a big portion of our country that cannot express themselves right and you can do this and i'm very impressed with how well you do this right so you are an extremely well-spoken individual how is there not a compliment in that how is there a backhanded anything with that that drives me insane where i'm trying to be a genuinely nice person and i'm trying to see that you have made extra strides that other people around you right Black, white, yellow, brown, whatever, have not purple, gray, I'm whatever colors of the rainbow. Right. They're all, all the you have not you have made strides and made efforts to better yourself that those people around you have not done. Absolutely. And I see those and see how they have worked in your it's, vocabulary it's, it's a, in your it, speech like you said, in it's, your it's a talent no matter yourself. what color you are you would compliment a talent that anybody has like it's but just, apparently it, that is the, and I've seen it numerous times about the, it's the <clears throat> and it drives me insane yeah. 
that that can be taken and that somebody would take that as a a dig. It that it drives me insane. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, I, I I don't get it. And again, like I don't want to talk like I'm coming from from any of those demographics. I'm 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 not, and I'm not trying to trivialize anything anybody's ever been through. But when it when it comes to to racism in general, it's a ridiculous mindset. Like something is off with somebody who is racist. There is something off there. And so, that's not the norm. Like the, the, the average person is not a racist. So when you come across somebody who is, and, or if you treat everybody like they are predisposed to that, we're already off on the wrong foot. So I, I would argue that point a little bit. Lay it on me. It's, I don't, I, I think the extremes of racism, I think you're right. There's somebody, there's something awful with somebody. Way off, yeah. But it's the racial tendencies. It's the racist tendencies. It's the, um, what's the hot button word? It's the, um, or the, the phrase, the, um, I, I'm now speaking about being eloquently spoken and I can't <laughs> come up with the word. You thing. have an eloquent word. You just yeah. can't find it. It's, it's about how it's just built in the society and how things are just racially based, built in the society. So there's pieces of okay. that too. So I'm, I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth here for a second. And I do understand I'm not a, a moron. I'm, I, I'm a, I am a minority, right. so I have dealt with things throughout my life, but that one bothers me. And I, but I do understand if it's all all compliments and all all statements in general. I feel like come it matters where it comes from and how it comes right. because you have dealt with personally. I'm sure idiots out there who have quote unquote complimented you on being in shape and muscular, but it was kind of a backhanded compliment. And even how they said it, they're like, oh, nice muscles, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a compliment. However, in the way that it has been phrased and structured makes it negative. The connotation is now negative. Right. So I understand if somebody says, oh, wow. Wow, they're they're el- that they speak really eloquent eloquently, like, and they're saying it in the terms of like, like they're surprised. I would have never like, expected right, somebody right. of your ilk to be right. I understand how that could be negative, but to throw that any of don't I've seen like reels and stuff, and I mean you know important social media stuff <laughs> where people say don't ever say that to somebody. And I thought about it. I've, I've talked to my wife about it. And I was like, no, I'm still going to say that to somebody because for me, it literally is coming from a place of you have done better than a lot of America. Period. I have had yeah. numerous conversations with people. And again, I feel like I have to backtrack a little bit here and say I'm not taking shots at people who aren't as eloquently spoken. Oh, hell no. And who, like, it's not pop shots. It's the same way you're not you taking a shot at somebody thing... who can't play guitar as well as you can. Yeah, like, it, it is a talent or something you've worked towards. Yeah, exactly. And it, and when you've actually excelled at this skill that other people have chosen not to take the time yeah. and effort into getting good at, because being well-spoken is a skill. It is a skill. And it and it's is... not a, it's not a marker of whether or not you're intelligent either. I know some very intelligent people who can't spell worse shit and they aren't super eloquent, but they're very intelligent damn people. Yeah. So it's not a mark against somebody's intelligence. It's literally highlighting, like you just said, a skill and a talent and something that somebody has obviously spent time cultivating. Yeah. 
And so I refuse to believe that no matter who you are, where it comes from, that it is an insult. I agreed. Agreed. And that's, that's also not saying I'm not going to respect somebody if they'd rather not hear that or they're not, you know, they don't resonate with that kind of comp. I, I won't do it. I'm not going to target you or bully you yeah, with yeah, yeah. compliments. But could you do that? I, it's got There's got to be a way. It's got to be a way. If you can, you are the biggest bully ever. <laughs> Did he just bully me? I feel so complimented. <laughs> I feel so complimented. <laughs> Uh, so that was our big tangent. Um, I want to pull this back, though, because I didn't finish this statement. Yeah, you're on Saturday. Eating, you don't yes. generally eat a lot on Saturdays. Yes. So uh, on Saturdays, I don't generally eat a lot. And the reason that I, I, I've been trying to experiment with the calorie intakes in, and outputs. I know that was a crazy whip right back into where <laughs> we were. But I feel like this is an important point with this is I want – we talk about it all the time how, like, you can – Take calories from this day and use them there. You could do, and I've like talked about it, but it's been like real little increments. And I want to know what it was going to be like in a big increment, in right. a big way. What kind of a difference? How's my body going to feel? Am I gonna like? Am I gonna gain weight? Is Mike full of horse poopy? And <laughs> am I gonna still gain weight? So, I mean, because. I'm an inquisitive individual. Right. And even though I've obviously listened to a lot of what you said because I'm having success, there are times that I'm like, well, how true is this? <laughs> and that's just, I think, a natural thing to want to know is. how does this really work? Actually, being inquisitive is less natural, I think, than than you think. I'm, I'm glad you have it because it does push you towards experimenting and learning and being you know more information driven than you are emotional driven at that point so you it's it's who is it lane lane norton does the whole data over feelings scenario because you have he always goes after a bunch of people that I are have spitting no feelings. just bullshit just absolutely emotional oh i've seen some feelings <laughs> coming out of that cold hard exterior no no i've considered myself actually pretty i've always been one of those guys who's never also been afraid of crying so i've never been afraid of you haven't cried on here stuff. yet yeah, I mean, I have a that. reason. If you compliment me to death, maybe I'll cry. <laughs> With all that compliment delivery bullying. Complimentary maybe. bullying, yes. I'm coming yeah. at you. <laughs> you are so beautiful. <laughs> oh, man, stop. <laughs> I feel so hurt. Um, but, I so I wanted to try that. And I took, so Saturday I was already really short. And I could have eaten a bunch of protein stuff or just had a, something terrible. Because that's usually what I've been doing. Is if I have a whole lot of calories at the end of the day, I'm like, ah, I need to eat up to this calories because right. Mike told me I have to eat to this. So I'll eat a big chunk of this or that. Or, yeah. or usually if I'm low in protein, I'll have like a protein shake or something that's three to 500 calories and gives me a little bit of boost of protein and right. stuff. And I'll make sure I get there. Well, my protein wasn't terrible on Saturday because I had eaten all these high protein. I yeah. ate that shrimp. I ate that. So that's what I had on Saturday. And then at the end of the day, I was at... I was like a thousand calories short and I was like, uh, I'm just going to eat, drink a shake and I'm going to call it a day. Nice. And I'm going to keep the rest of these calories and I'm going to use them and I'm going to try this tomorrow and I'm going to eat right. my face off tomorrow, eat the 3000 calories. I haven't done that Enjoy in a long your damn time. Self, yeah. And so I did. And I even went over and I ate, dude, that day I ate so much. Like I said, I ate that pork, <laughs> I ate that rice, I had two slices of cake, the two slices of cake. So, not to to vilify sugar because it's amazing and I love it, (laughs) Um, but 
the cake is always what makes it difficult to hit macros and stay under calorie. Right. It's always those two pieces of cake were six hundred calalories each. No. Oh, okay. No, it to, out, to me that, that's, to that's not that bad. And I, I thought it was funny when you were initially bringing up the what you could have done on any given day. You went from I had two calories, two slices of cake. I, I could have just you know I could have done something different. I could have had half a slice of cake. I'm like, well, all right, hold on. There could have been a middle ground of just having one slice of cake. You no. know what I mean? So like, no, no, I'm not saying you should cap yourself there, but don't ever eat half a slice of cake ever. Well, no, like I'm, have I'm, have a slice of cake, and if you have two, you have two. But you you've we've gone over this budgeting thing, and you budgeted. I meant for that idea. We've said this before: the taste and waste kind of deal. Yes, and that's why I meant yes. about the, the half gotcha. a slice of cake. I got gotcha. you. Is I could still partake in the cake. Yeah. But if I really was worried about calorie, like if I ate half, it's 150, and you still get cake. Right. Like come and, on. And that's in taste and waste. I recommend on a time where you know you're on vacation or you've gone out to eat and you haven't planned for anything and you still want to stay on track, but you literally budgeted. And I don't know if you've remembered, but I've, I've told you before, like if, you know, one in, I'm just going to give out an obligatory percentage or ratio, but if one out of every five days you have a super low calorie day, not going to hurt you. If you have a low protein day, one in four or five days, not a big damn deal. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't ruin anything there and you're not going to murder your metabolism by having a thousand calories one day because you've just budgeted more heavily. So your big calorie day the next day will still end the week with a little bit more fat loss because of that low calorie day. So speaking of science and body, what is the science of my body <laughs> when I do some, when you do that? Like, so I did it two days congruently where it was a whole lot or less and then a whole lot more. Right. What does that do? I've heard other places where like it shocks your body and it, it it'll increase your metabolism when you eat over that many calories your body does it do anything like that acute changes in calorie intake stop complimenting me I know. <laughs> Jeez. you're so acute <laughs> acute changes in, in in calories whether lower or high come with acute responses so they're they're not they're not chronic. What you do most consistently is what's going to affect you the most consistently in long term. So if you go super low calorie, um, you may find that you're a little more hungry. Ghrelin levels, your hunger hormone, may elevate. Um, your metabolism is not really going to slow down from a day like that. It'll, it'll slow down you know, slowly as you, you diet no matter what for the most part. Um, and then high intakes of calories on any given day, you're going to find like an acute rise in, in leptin, which is your, you know, I'm satisfied hormone. Um, that's that it'll suppress appetite a little bit more, but it's an acute rise. Like that leptin will go back down over the next day or so and you're right back kind of on track. So short answer, nothing. Long answer, you get a little scientific and some things do happen, but they're not long-term things at that point. You could eat nothing for an entire damn day and go back on track the next day and you've done nothing harmful to your body. You've just had a big calorie deficit day. You've lost, especially if you had any kind of amount of steps, movement, activity, whatever, you probably lost almost a pound of fat that day by just not eating. So in theory, could you, for somebody who's trying to lose weight, could you just like one day a week not eat? I, I have prescribed that for many clients. Sundays usually are the day I try and give them that. It's right for a weigh-in day. Do a 24-hour fast. And but, but I'm saying like, I want to lose weight. Yeah. I refuse to change my diet. Right. 
If I just stopped eating for one day a week and changed nothing else about your diet, yes, you'd lose weight. You would lose anywhere from a half half pound to a pound of fat per week, depending on how heavy you are and what your calorie needs are. And that's, and that wouldn't be damaging in any way. No, because because being in ending any given week in a calorie deficit has positive effects, especially if you're uh, a heavier person. It's going to come with health benefits. Having less adipose tissue, which is doing nothing for your body once you get past a certain point, um, you know, healthy at that point, you're, you're literally going to start to lose weight. You're going to lower in, inflammation markers. You're going to increase risk of all-cause morbidity, um, you know, chance of dying. And no, there's, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Hmm. Curious. All right. Well, Mike, this has been a fun episode. It has been a fun episode. Um, I did not realize when we started that we were going to be talking about racism. But, you know. Right. The things that matter, they matter oh, they, all the time. Oh, they 100% matter because it's out there. It needs to be combated. And if I run into any of you listening out in the real world and I compliment you, I'm sorry, but it's going to happen. It is. Because. But we'll be open. If you're offended, you know, let us know. Won't happen yeah, again. Totally. Like, we're, we're 100% open to that. Like, our opinion does we not mean we're going to shove. complimenting bullies <laughs> ever. <laughs> our opinions do not mean we're going to shove our compliments down somebody's throat to make them uncomfortable at that point. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable, unhappy, or whatever. Just let me know. I'll apologize and it won't happen again. There. So, this is another little quick side note here before we, we sign off. <laughs> so, have you ever been in this moment where... Like, I find myself, I, I'm a happily married man, but I find myself, there's occasionally, like, a, a female or even a guy sometimes will walk in, and I'm like, that person is ridiculously attractive. Yeah. Like, and I just want to be able to go up to that person and be like, you are stunning. Right. Like, that's it. That's it. I'm not trying to get anything out of this. Yeah, like, nothing. Yeah. Like, you're, like, you're just a beautiful individual. Like, you're, and compliment somebody, and that's it. Yeah. Like, I, even, like I said, I've seen guys that I'm like... That's a handsome dude. That's a good-looking dude. Yeah, and for and the record, you've wanna... never said that to me. I just want to... It's out there. It's oh, like, yeah. It's like you're throwing it in my face now, because I'm, I'm ne- the only one in the ne- room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not... I'm trying not to bully you, is what, the, what it is like. But the, definitely, there are moments, like... Yeah. You, have you and But you feel like... Like, you don't do it, because you're like... she's. It's going to be so awkward, and they're going to be so... Like... I feel like that's a, that's almost crappy. Like, be, like it is. It is. Y- you can't be nice to somebody. Just I mean, you, you can. Like I said, that's that's your own fear driving the inability <laughs> well, to yeah, pay totally. the compliment. Yeah, and which I mean, I'm not even putting you down for that. I, I, a lot of people are, are fear driven. I'm. Everybody's fear driven. Like you were not doing things out of fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it. I don't know. That that just a little thing. But have you ever had that where you're like, 100%. I would like yeah. to compliment that person, but I'm just definitely. I generally not just do it. it. You just do it. Yeah, I just do it. All right, fair. I, I, I'll go talk to strangers. I don't give a shit. Well, it's not even talking to strangers that's the issue is I don't want that to become awkward like I'm hitting on them or anything of that such. Like, well, I, I, I usually follow, which maybe even makes it more awkward, but like, tell them I'm not, not, I'm not hitting on you, not trying to say that. I'm literally going to walk away now. Just want to pass that along. That's it. Really? Yeah. And it just, and then that's it? it usually, yeah. like, that's it? Usually. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hold on. What? Your face says there's not, that's not it. I, I will start to walk away, but if they then want to engage in conversation, like that's on them at that point. So 
I meant it genuinely. I literally earnestly. meant it like that, but I am open to the world's turns. Okay. I literally so, wholeheartedly mean it just as that. I am not trying to hit on you, just passing that along. And I'm literally getting ready to go back to friends or, or my drink or whatever. And, you know, I, if the conversation strikes up beyond that point, I'm like, oh, okay. It, it's usually a surprise at that point. But I'm what? I'm not, I'm not going to talk to him at that point. Um, to be seems... genuine, I have to walk away forever. <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be a little bit of hijinks in this. Oh, uh, your story's friend. full of holes, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's been another great episode. We love you guys. Thank you so much we again for listening. Um, please tune in next week. We're going to give the update. I, I'm trying the fast food thing this week. We will see how this goes, and I will give you the update next week on that. And um, we have some other things that we want to talk about we would like to chat about next week. So you're going to have to come back, and you're going to have to listen. You just have to. You really have to. We'll give the update. Hopefully, I'm going to drop like 30 pounds in one day when I get off all this fast food stuff. I've seen magazines claiming that. Yeah. No, it can be done for sure. Yeah, totally. For sure. Absolutely scientifically possible. (laughs) I might have to cut off a leg, but it will make it work. You'll definitely have to cut off a leg. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you where to plant the tourniquet. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. Please, uh, if you want to hear anything else and you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want us to talk about something, hit us up on our Facebook page, uh, Finding My Fit at 440. Also, you can hit up Mike directly at Body by the Bear. Always available. Check out my band, KeystonePostcard.com. I don't say that all that often, but check them out. We have our album available on our website. Love you guys. We'll Peace see you next week. Love.